And we are recording. We're going yeah. to edit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so excited about this journey that I'm embarking on um with one of my closest friends of a very long time, um registered counselor Mulebogeng Diseko, um otherwise known as Mulebudi. I just actually I don't even know what I call you. What do I call you? Um I think you call me whatever comes to your mind most yeah, of the I, time. I never ever use your name actually. <laughs> no, I, I think it's only you only use my name in like professional spaces. That's it. But I think when we have our own conversations, whatever pops into your mind, I think that's what you. Me too, actually. I've actually. I don't think I actually call you by your name. Which I mean, when I you know me by my other name, Poani. So it's, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I've actually gotten very. Um, uh, I like that name a lot more now. I actually kind of have regret not running with it for the rest of you know. I mean, now I'm such a good. I, I went into my teenage years and, you know, went into my twenties as given. And so it's kind of like, you know, interesting to try and change back. But I mean, with my, I know my mom yeah. also didn't like her, her name, Maruping for the longest time. So everyone knew her as Lucy, but now yeah. she, she actually changed. Yeah, I knew your mom as well. So I guess it's possible to kind of get people to call you a particular thing. Maybe, I mean, I should just do that. Maybe for this podcast, I'll be all, you know, in my zen. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> actually, I'm going to do that. No. Maybe I'm going to change my whole image. And, and that's I think it's going to be, are those two different people? Like people will be like, is that Kevin? No, but that sounds like Kevin. No, but he said his name is Bawani. So I don't know. Am I not? That's interesting. So, I, I, I like how, for me, I like how Bawani almost feels like a just the next level of me i don't i don't want to say yeah. a, a a a whole version of me because i don't think you're ever whole you the the, the the journey is filling up and so mm. boani for me would be some me just recognizing that i've entered like a different stage in my life where i'm a bit more aware um mm-hmm. and I absolutely have, especially this year and during the lockdown and all of that. And so it'd be a great time for me to kind of, I, I, I would be able to identify with that as just a sort of coming closer towards myself. And I think also because Boa yeah. is like my African name, um, mm-hmm. there's something about it and going back to just the root of who I am, not from a, like a cultural mm. perspective or anything, but from like a spiritual perspective, you know? Yeah. Um, so it almost speaks to, 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 to your core in that sense. Yeah. So that's what you name. Cause yeah. I mean, yeah. essentially names are given for a reason. Yeah. Um, but interesting enough, I actually don't know what your name means. I've been calling you that I when you were younger for a long time. <laughs> My name, <laughs> Boani. Um, and yeah, I stand to be corrected, but I think, I mean, this is what my parents have told me all my life. Um, okay. Means to bring together, almost, to unite. Mm. Okay. Um, and that's kind of... So, yeah. to, to unite. So, like, tie people together, or bring Pretty together, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, if I loosely translate to what it sounds like to me, it sounds like bringing together, yeah. or, or uniting yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. And I think, in the sense, for me, and in the sense of the podcast, it would be not only 
bringing two people together isn't like different people together, but bringing you together as a human being, as a person, you know, yeah. puzzle pieces of who you are together, you know, joining the dots and, you know, bringing mm-hmm. that together. I think that's how I look at it now. I don't know if I'm just being like overly, <laughs> overthinking <laughs> this. but yeah, that's, anyways, yeah, we've discovered our names. My name is Paoani Baloi. And geez, the first time I've actually kind of said it like that in this kind of space. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Simulu yeah, Heng, tell us more about you. Um, okay, so my name is Simulu Heng Diserko, um, registered counselor, young black female. I respond to pretty much anything people call me, just depends how close we are. Um, strangers, I prefer they call me by my full name. And for the longest time, I actually didn't mind answering to level but then mm. it just felt like there's too many levels you know and uh, then that sort of just i just started introducing myself as my because i used to introduce myself as oh my name's level and then people were like oh level hang and i'm like ah, no no <laughs> and also your ego was like uh no i'm not trying to be like everyone else <laughs> yeah so because yeah i mean if you know me then you'll just know that oh no no level hangs not her name level hang and yeah. it it's pretty much the same, almost the same thing. But I just felt like Mulebuheng was just different for me, because I was just like my parents are just like Mulebuheng Mudimu, you know. So I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. Mulebuheng, it's not mm-hmm. So for the longest time, what it meant for me, I don't mind being called Lebo. I still don't. But I think people that call me Lebo are the people that have really been in my life for a very long time. Those are the people that call me Lebo. Other people variations Mo Mulebo. Me, interestingly enough, has been a long time coming. I just found, I think, someone who shares sort of the same vision as I do. Mm. And, and mm. fully, fully click. And it helps that, you know, we click in conversation as well, because I think that's a good thing. And it also very important is that we know how to fill each other's gaps and we know how to flow from each other as well. So I just pretty much think it would be a fun thing to embark on. Yeah, and also and, it teaches me a lot about myself and, and, and other people. I guess. I hear you. And I feel like, you know, it's very, um, for, it happened at such an interesting time. Because for me, this podcast almost feels like something that I wanted to do, but didn't even know it for the longest time. Um, and yeah. then yeah. When it just kind of, things just happened. And then when you were kind of like speaking about us doing some stuff, I was like, oh yeah, mm. you know, whatever. And then, you know, it happened. Then <laughs> I just, it, it, the timing was just, it, it, it was incredible in terms of just how, yeah. um, sometimes you literally have, um, how almost, it's almost like your dreams and your desires and things like that are kind of in you. Sometimes you don't see them immediately. Mm. And then when you do see them, you're like, oh my God, I've actually kind of always wanted to do this. And I, I didn't even realize it at the time. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I mean, for me, that's happened for me in my career and many times. I mean, where, I mean, when I ended up kind of doing radio, which yeah. I still haven't introduced myself, but I guess now you know I also do radio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, you sound like you do radio. Maybe it's just because I know. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get you everywhere. <laughs> um, you know, kind of when I did radio, it was a thing that I I just did it, and while doing it, only is when I realized, oh my god, I was actually made for this. Oh my god, I actually dreamed of doing yeah. this when I never actually thought yeah. about it previously. It's just something that happened, and then while I'm doing it, I'm like. Oh my God. And, and for me, I found that happens a lot in my life. I don't know about if it's kind of like the trajectory or the journey that everyone else has kind of been on. But for me, oftentimes mm. I find that I am led and led places. And it's also because I'm not much of a planner. 
and I think God knows that. Yeah. And so he kind of just leaves me in places mm-hmm. and says, oh, this is where you need to be. And then I discover while I'm there that, oh my God, I've actually kind of always wanted to do this and I didn't even know it. And so, yeah, that's what mm. this podcast has, has been so interesting for me. And, and I'm also very excited because I'm also very passionate about, you know, just exercising our emotional, our mental, our spiritual muscle and really getting, getting it strong. And, you know, and, and so that's like a very mm. important thing for me. Exciting as well. Yeah. You know, half the time also I, I, I hear a lot of things and I read a lot of things and, you know, watch a lot of things and, I realize how, you know, that part of us is just so neglected generally. Like, you know, you're not really taught in school at that level in terms of understanding yourself emotionally, spiritually, and, and mentally. And so these are like kind of like important things for us to just take pause and get to know ourselves at a deeper level. And yeah. once you are solid at a deeper level, at that deep, you know, um, level, everything else will just be easy and and that's what i think life frankly comes from is that life quite frankly is easy we complicated mm-hmm. and it's yeah. you know half the time it's just easy because you know the things that happen here on earth the things we achieve you know the the relationships we find ourselves in the things we buy and own whatever they you know there's they're, they're there they're nice they're great to have but you know they, they they can't be the things that define us i don't think you should be defined by things like that yeah and you know what i also also think a little bit um on what you've just said i think it's 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 just about how you also rationalize to yourself so i think for me encompassing your mental health or, or, or mind body spirit is just about how honest you are with yourself as well mm-hmm. you can be great you you can be strong spiritually you can be strong mentally you can be strong physically or emotionally mm-hmm. but sometimes you might not be and it's about noticing that and 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 being like okay you know what today maybe i'm just not on my a game and then mm-hmm. listening to that as well mm-hmm. so it's also the the courage to be what you are at that point mm-hmm. so it doesn't necessarily mean that you constantly have to have all your shit together but it's like okay today yeah people know me as this person who sort of knows which way i'm going where if i'm coming or going but today i kind of feel like i don't and that's also okay mm. it's like the one thing this pandemic taught me or this period has taught me is that let people rest let yourself rest it it's okay but mm. be okay with whatever is happening around you but also just be comfortable, but not too comfortable. So push yourself when you can, but also le- learn to listen to yourself. Because I think, like you were saying, we want to s- achieve so much. We want to, want to strive for more. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But sometimes what I have found sort of, what can I say? Not depressed. I don't want to say depressed. But gets people down is when you can't and you're not accepting that you can't. Or mm-hmm. you're just not up for it on that day. But you still want to push yourself. Mm. And you know what I'm getting from you now is that it's it, it just speaks back to that thing of having that your first of all, you have to have that primary relationship we all have is a relationship you mm. have with yourself. And when Absolutely. that relationship is not there, you won't be able to hear yourself. You won't be able to like, you know, you your inner self. You won't be able to hear that voice when it says, yeah. you know, do this or take it easy or this or the other thing because mm. you're not connected to 
who you yeah. are, you know, to the inside of you, to, you know, I, I, just, I don't know how to describe that, but I think we, you know, we kind of get what I'm getting at when I say that inner piece of you that, you know, that voice that you hear when you're really silent. And that's what I got from you mm. saying about rest. When you're resting, usually is when you're at your most quiet. And that's usually when you're mm. able to hear that voice, you know, guide you, give you, you know, give you direction, tell you what to do, to, you know, and, and just like fill you up and, 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 mm-hmm. and just, yeah, and that's what, for me, it's about, like, just being able to be guided by that voice, which will require a lot of, you know, having a lot of quiet space and quiet time and resting yeah. and having a serious and a great, healthy relationship with yourself. Because I feel if you don't have a great relationship with yourself, you, it's going to be hard for you to have a great relationship with any other thing, with other people, mm. with things you own, with your career. With, you, you're not going to have a great relationship with those things if you don't have a great relationship with yourself. And I think that's also what keeps people sometimes moving in different directions. Um, the, 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 the feeling of, of wanting to find yourself in different things. So it comes from accepting whatever you are given all the time as well. And mm. um, that's just an analogy. So if, if you don't know what you want as the person, then whatever is handed to you, you're surely going to take it because in, in, in the hope that you'll discover what it is that you want. And you can look for things in terms of discovering, but I think ultimately you need to start looking within yourself first mm. before you can say, okay, this is what I enjoy. That's what I like. And obviously once you sort of have the dialogue within yourself, and that also comes with confronting yourself mm. because mm. you'd like to believe that we are the best at everything or we're the best people, but some, that's not true. Mm. We are made up of good. We are made up of bad and not so nice and, and all rosy and all of that. But it's, it's about knowing that and being honest with yourself and saying, okay, these parts of me are not so pretty. These are what I need to work on or owning some parts of yourself that you're just like, you know what, if, if I'm fine with being like this and it doesn't infringe on any other person, then you accept that you don't hide behind. Oh, but I'm this great person and other people don't experience you that way honestly i go back to saying it's about having an honest conversation with yourself and mm. just being like it's you know letting what? go of your ego which i'm hoping will be one Absolutely. of our conversations letting go and surrendering yeah, i like that i'm I'm, writing I'm that down that, that definitely laugh. has to be yeah that has yeah. to be one of letting go of ego it has to be oh, it has to be and for me i'm not gonna lie it is a struggle especially because for me i've only newly recognized it in myself that mm-hmm. that like my ego is actually hectic and uh, <laughs> in the sense that i'm consumed by it um mm-hmm. um and the great the great news that now i've recognized that and so yeah. now I can, you know, then be able to deal with it. But I've, I've realized that, that, you know, I'm consumed by it in the sense that I relate in that way in everything that I think it, it's always, it's just always coming from a place of the ego. And so I need to learn to mm. kind of let go of that. And so that's, yeah, but I guess, you know, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> um, but I mean, how, how do you think this podcast is going to help people relate better to themselves? Um, so I can't say definitely, but I hope. You know, mm. just by listening to two people have this conversation, it will start po- sparking that conversation with themselves or with their friends or just something they'll pick up. Even if people pick up in one episode and never listen again or they listen religiously, I think it's just about getting it out there that have that conversation, start sitting with people and having real conversations. Because what I've noticed 
even in my line of work is that a lot of people tend to not be able to open up. Like we've, we've got people in our lives, you know, that you should be the first point of contact. But sometimes it's very hard to confront other people and say, you know what, um, I struggle with this or I need help with this or, or this is what I've discovered. But also within yourself, that's the hardest person personally with me that I've found to sit with and actually yes, speak and yes, say, hey. Yes. <laughs> and you know what's yeah. weird, what I found strange is that why is it so weird for us to have an honest conversation with ourselves? Like, it's the I, craziest thing. How do you lie to yourself yeah. and we all do yeah. it? Like, like you, you're always guns blazing when it's time to be honest with other people. Hmm. But then when you're supposed to be sit and be with yourself, it's like, oh, you can't take it. You know, and it's then really like, look no. and say, you think, Madam, I, I dropped the ball more. Or actually, yeah. I was not a, the nicest person there. Or actually, like, we, we really find it so hard to admit those things with ourselves it's like the craziest yeah. thing like you don't realize it until you realize it you know um but yeah look even with greatness i think there's there's there's, there's definitely some um pe- people who struggle with just patting themselves on the back or mm-hmm. having a conversation and saying you i was able to do that by mm-hmm. myself for myself mm-hmm. um it, it's the craziest thing but i think the hardest person i've found to speak to is me because then it requires the work. And that's the other thing. Like you can go out and seek help and do whatever. But if you are not willing to do the work, then you are going to remain in the same space. You have to be willing to do the work. And, okay. and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. I guess life, frankly, yeah. is here to help you along in doing that work. We, you know, we're here to... <laughs> give you some of the tools um, that we have found work. And, you know, I mean, obviously you're the professional here, so you are better way, better equipped than me. Um, but mm. and I'm not saying that to like almost denounce myself, but I'm saying it in the sense that I'm going to also add, add to that to say that also even in that space, we're both all growing. So this mm. is a space for all of us to grow together. Um, That's true. Because you, know, you can never be grown, you know, I mean, I, to, uh, there's many scholars that I listen to, you know, who have been who, who, who are much older, who you know understand stuff. But I truly believe that they still also are growing and improving and getting better. Yeah. You know, because life is the destination type thing. Like there is no destination. Mm. The, the destination is death. So. And I like what you're saying in terms of we can never be grown because the minute you think that you know everything about everything, mm-hmm. then you are dying slowly because if you're not open to new experiences, if you're not open to learning. Mm. if you're not open to making mistakes if you're not open to just learning and and even with with i think me just being you know a registered counselor or psychology being my profession sometimes i necessarily won't be speaking as one i'll be speaking as myself and i hope mm. that when people listen to me they're not just going oh that that advice is no sometimes i'm just going to be speaking as me um apart from my you know sort of career um but obviously if we're speaking purely theoretical or if we're offering tools and things like that then that's when i'll step in professionally but i think it's a nice balance i think we balance each other off and i've learned quite a bit from you over the years whether you know it or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think whether you know it or not but i i think i've learned silently watching you and also openly you know speaking but i've learned quite a bit girl you have drawn me out of the pits of pits (laughs) um i remember many times calling you crying and and i think that's another thing that i want this podcast to kind of be for people kind of you know Mm. a lot of people also don't have people that they can talk to 
which I advise yeah. if you know if you're listening right now, find that person, find someone. I'm sure there's someone out there for you to. Yeah. You can call every now and then yeah. that you can cry to and be vulnerable with, you know. Um, That's true. And so, you know, do that. But, you know, before you can even find those people, you need to find yourself. And that's, I think, the more important thing. Um, mm. You know, I've also absolutely learned, please, I'm here because you kind of <laughs> brought me here. <laughs> so, I'm not even going to go deeper about that one. Um, so, yeah, we going through all of this so quickly. It's amazing. It is. I'm loving it. Um, what um, conversations? Just top of your head right now. Are you are you excited yeah. for us to have? What do you think we're gonna we're gonna be talking about over the next few months? Um. So hopefully, just also the space that we move in collectively in terms of pandemic, whatever. Maybe change and and what I'd also like us. Sorry, my thoughts are all over the place. But what I'd like us to confront is 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 the loss that came with the pandemic. Mm. Um, but also, what did we find in the pandemic? Because I don't, personally, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. Yes, a lot has been taken away, but the time maybe that it afforded to to sit, you know, mm. and mm. and maybe spirituality, how that grows, relationships, work. I I think I just want to talk about everything. I don't know. Mm. What do you, what do you, what are you I'm looking forward it. to? I mean, I don't have like topics in mind right now. I have, I think I have too many yeah. topics in mind right now. I mean, you've kind of summarized stuff that I've been thinking about as well. Just catching on to what you said now about the loss and the pandemic. And, you know, one thing that I realized that we do and we do it so easily is people just easily just bask in the negativity. We all just swim in the, this pool mm. of negativity. And, you know, we all just like, you know, tweet things and post things and say things like, oh God, like, and, and I've said it as well. You know, you know how many times every day I'm saying, oh my God, I hate this. Oh my God, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is the worst thing. And what I don't realize, and I'm speaking for myself here, is I'm actually allowing that to make this process even harder. Because I'm, mm. I'm making it a negative space and my brain is recognizing it as, mm. oh, we hate the pandemic, we hate the lockdown. And so my brain is going to mm. grow with that. <laughs> That's how it is. Mm. If I say to my brain, ah, we're enjoying this lockdown, actually, then my brain is going to enjoy <laughs> the lockdown. <laughs> it really is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's that. So, and I, um, mm-hmm. You know, as you speak, it's just a little bit harder for other people to get out of the negative. And I think we'll also get into that space. Sometimes our brains we can't tell them that we try, we try, we try, mm-hmm. but we can't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that might also be what's happening. But also I think what you're saying in terms of trying to get out of the negative can also change just how you feel. Because mm-hmm. if you wake up and you, and you feel grumpy, it just takes you saying, ah, no, you know what? I'm not going to play into this feeling, you know, um, let me try and sort of, feel something different i'm just going to be better i'm going to be more patient i'm going to be it it just starts with little things i also think no i agree with you 100 and also are yeah. we drinking on this podcast or is alcohol not allowed here i mean you know i'm just asking like <sighs> <me>. <laughs> look um if we're going to be honest about ourselves and with people i think we drink we enjoy an occasional or you know, maybe we can drink or whatever. So if you feel like popping, yeah, <laughs> if you enjoy popping a glass of wine, if you feel like, oh, I don't want to drink, I'm not, I'm not against um, what you'd want to say. 
it is what it is. You know, because yeah. I always say something. People find it strange when I say this to them. Um, you know, being someone who has spent a lot of time at parties and clubs and those kind of things. Yeah, um, I've had lots of like very great epiphanies in that environment. Like I'd be at a party and you know I've been drinking and I'd have like a quiet moment where something hits me. You know, from a great idea to a life changing thing where I'm like, oh my god, maybe I should actually do this more or that. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, I've legit had many epiphanies in that space. Um, mm. And mm. so it's an understanding of how some people have different ways and times to kind of get closer to who they truly are. And sometimes that can yeah. help. Um, I'm certainly not advocating for people to, you know, <clears throat> you know, go crazy binging, whatever, because that's just not healthy, you know. Um, I'm not saying yeah, that. I was about to say, I think we'll come in with, with, with the difference in terms of what alcohol actually can do and what, because people are adults. People will do what they want at the yeah, end of the so, day. You know, whatever it is, I, you know, do whatever kind of makes you happy. That's what, that's number one. <laughs> And always oh, yeah. a place of love, and then you'll be fine. Absolutely, not a place of lack. And oh. I think once you understand that, once you understand also, people afford people who they are. Don't try change people. Don't try, don't try manifest people as well. I think I read something on my Twitter, which was great for me. But we'll get into all of that. I think into yeah. our podcast. But just let people be. Let yourself be. You know, be responsible for yourself. You can't be responsible for the next person and yourself. That's too much of a task, especially adults. Only people you're responsible for are children. Mm. That's it. Cool. Yeah. And then I want to look into, I think, so one thing that we're going to do, and I'm introducing this right now. Um, I'll see if it works. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing we want to do now, every time on, on the podcast, is that we're also going to kind of look at a particular news story and then kind of okay. throw it a little. And so for this one, I wanted us to look at the whole thing with Kanye West and, the, you know, the sort of what, you know, I mean, what his wife has certainly described as <sighs> um, a manic episode from, you know, as someone who has bipolar. Um, mm. First, I want to get your two cents on that whole situation. But, or rather, maybe let's unpack it. Let's speak first when it comes to bipolar and just get a general understanding of what that is. Okay. So bipolar is not someone who has mood swings. That's one thing I'm going to want to denounce. If someone in your house or in your space is a moody person, they are not bipolar. Okay. Mm. Mood swings are a symptom of bipolar, but that's not all that it is. So you can't reduce someone to, to just say, Oh, they're bipolar. It's, it's one thing that I'm also strongly against is using mental um, disorders or illness terms just colloquially to describe someone's mm. feeling. Mm. So what bipolar then disorder is, it's, it's a chemical sort of imbalance in hormones and, and um, neurotransmitters in the brain that, that fire. So think of a backfiring car. That's what's mm. happening in the brain. And your neurotransmitters are all coming at the same time. And what then happens is there's a depressive episode and then there's mania as well. So that's why you sort of see bipolar being moving across the trajectory of depression and mania. And also in that state, this person believes that they are the best thing that has ever happened mm. to us. So there's delusions of what we call delusions of grandeur. And this person believes they are somebody else other than who they are, somebody famous, someone important, someone with magical powers. Mm. Um, so it's like magical thinking, basically. I can do anything I put my mind to. Um, often unrealistic and unattainable. Mm. And also there's huge impulsiveness that comes 
with with bipolar disorder. There's also um, heightened levels of engaging in behavior that has um, dire consequences. So gambling, um, you know, reckless sex, just also speech. So you say whatever you want, you do whatever you want because there's no consequences. You believe there's no consequences for you. But the in sort of things that you engage in are going to be detrimental to you. And it's way deeper than. And, and the other thing is, Kim also spoke to it. The person who's experiencing these episodes actually believes their reality. So you can't, you can't speak it away. You can't love them away. You can't rationalize it away. A person who has bipolar disorder has to be on medication, particularly lithium that sort of um, stabilizes the person's um, episodes between mania and depression and finds a moral ground for them. So you have to be on medication and you also have to sort of be in therapy. Combine the two, which is psychopharmatherapy. Cool. And there's kind of like a treatment for it. Is it like a lifetime thing? So, um, a chronic situation? So it is chronic. Um, the sort of severities and how you experience the episodes will differ according to, to, to how long you've been diagnosed or how you're doing in therapy and things like that. So some people start learning how to cope um, <clears throat> and the severity of it sort of gets then um, less. But I, I kind of would not suggest that people get off medication um, from it. Mm. because then you start experiencing these sensations and it can be um, what we are seeing now with Kanye. Yeah. And it's, you so know, I sort I of think, think what's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, I think, I, I don't know with Kanye, but I think he's been off medication for quite a while. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Because um, I've had a, my experience of seeing bipolar, I've watched the series Homeland and the main character yeah. has bipolar. I don't know if you've, if you've watched it. No, I've never watched Homeland. Cool. So, so from what you're describing now, I, I'm thinking they actually did their research very well. Because um, what mm. you've done for me now is give me almost like the academic background of what I was watching. Mm. So now it's all coming okay. and making sense. And so unpacking the whole thing was cool, Sharp. Now you've defined that for me. What about the mm. things that he was actually saying? Can we judge him on that? You know, things like coming for Harriet Tubman um, and other things that he ha- has said you know, in recent months even, can we judge him for that? Or like, is it, are you still able to see right and wrong or those kind of things? Can we, can we judge people, Um, opinions and comments they make if they're in the middle of a manic episode? So the, the one thing that I will also say though, is I don't like the picture that has been painted of mental disorders or mental health um, Mm -hmm. issues, conditions, because it, it's setting a precedent that because you are di- diagnosed with a mental disorder or illness, then you become automatically this nonsense person, which is mm-hmm. not what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it also is not an excuse to be a horrible person, you know. So to some extent, he might know what he's doing and he could have been. But he is, you know, what I almost want to say. I almost say we cannot excuse him because he got off his medication. Mm. And he sort of it was wiling out for a very long time, but it almost feels like he wants to use his 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 his, his diagnosis as a crutch to say, no, I didn't mean that. You guys know that I've got bipolar, which is something that I think I watched on um, the Daily Show when when Trevor was interviewing Charlemagne. I don't know. I think it was him. 
who spoke about how um, Kanye is full of shit because he wants to say all these things and then come back and say, no, but you guys know that I'm, I've got bipolar. Okay, if you've got the insight and you're on medication, why, why want to get off and then use this as an excuse? So the first thing that I would um, say is, is I just don't like what he did. Mm. And I, I don't know if, if, if we can judge him. So maybe when he's stable, you can come back and say, hey, you know, can, what you did was not cool. I think what I'm essentially asking is, can we say that he meant those things? To some extent, yes. He could have. But so he's the, using the now... of what you've been thinking, it's just now coming out because you are in this space of, it, of invisibility almost. Yeah. So now it's like everything's heightened. You're impulsive. You're going to say these things. So look, being bipolar doesn't change your tr- like who you are as a person completely. Mm. It's not going to make you an asshole if you're not an asshole. And that's what I want. The message that I want to get across is that you don't, it's not that it changes your character. You are who you are. It's just mm. you have this edit now. You just have this added um, challenge that you're living with. It's not you. So that's why I want to separate it from, I want to separate the, the bipolar from Kanye West to say, we can't say that Kanye West is bipolar. Kanye West is a person living with bipolar. That's how we start having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Understand? Yeah. So you absolutely yeah. can, can separate him from it and say, but to a certain extent, what type of person is he? You know, his mental, his mental um, disorder is not who he is. It doesn't make him who he is. Kanye's probably been you know, an asshole the whole of his life. Yeah. It, it, it's not being highlighted yeah. because he has this, this, this illness. Exactly. So now we, we, that's what I'm saying, shifting the way that we speak about it. We don't say bi- Kanye is bipolar. Kanye is a person living with bipolar disorder. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I think that's it for this installment, this first amazing installment of uh, Life Frankly. Life Frankly. Yeah. <laughs> love, um, love that name. Yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Um, and please let us know what you think. As much feedback as possible. As honest as possible. Um, and yeah, I look forward to many, many more of these. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait to see where this takes us and and everybody who listens. Please take time to listen as well. Anyway, from me, I just want to say always operate from a place of love and just find that love within you. Find the love within you. You'll be able to spread it to everyone else. That's just what I live by. Sure. Okay. How must I now beat that? But anyway, (laughs) I think for me I think for me it's just be honest with yourself and be true to who you are the rest will follow those who matter will come with you those who don't will then fizzle out just always be true to who you are love it thank you yeah. Shop.